0: If you love a good mystery too, you might even be able to snag the first one for free. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500 your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap because you're an american express platinum guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through amex travel which means a 4 p.m checkout and those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the centurion lounge just a splash before you board the plane back to reality that's the powerful backing of american express See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome
1: to the Bravo Clubhouse for the podcast edition of Watch What Happens Live with me, Andy Cohen. Tonight on the Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 4 Reunion.
2: Whoa, ball drop. I can take (laughs)
3: criticism.
1: Really? It's the Parsifal 3 crew together again.
3: Nobody knows in the audience. Nobody
2: knows this. Okay, do you want to go back to that? Why don't we go back to season two?
1: Shocking new revelations. Gary, I have to ask you about something that was just about as cringy as anything I've seen on below deck. I was
4: disgusted.
1: I think our engine room's on fire.
4: (laughs) Gary, get in there. Panic, Gary, panic.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Who's still hooking up with who? It was strange because she would come and climb into my bed every night and try and have sex with me. Okay,
6: kids, I think we're moving in the wrong direction.
3: And a whole lot more. This is why the relationship turned toxic. You can't reason
6: with this woman. Crazy. Come
1: on. The below deck sailing yacht reunion starts now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 4 Reunion. I am your host, Andy Cohen, and unlike Parcival 3's engine this season, I am ready to start. We have a lot to talk about, so I want to dive right in by welcoming Captain Glenn. Shepard, how you doing, Captain Glenn? Very good, Andy, how you doing? Great, Uh, first things first, is
6: Percival still up and running? She sure is, yeah, we've had a lot of work done in the
1: engineering department and she's ready to go. I'm on board. Very good. Next up, it's Chief Stew Daisy Kelleher. Where are you joining us from, Daisy?
2: Hi, I'm in Spain at the moment.
1: Lucky you. Uh, Great to see you. Lots to talk about tonight, Daisy. Uh, He was late to the charter season this year, but is right on time tonight. It is the Kissing Bandit first mate, Gary King. How you doing, Gary? Hey, Andy. I'm
5: good, thank you. How are you?
1: I am great. I am really anxious to get into it uh, with all of you. Now let's welcome Chief Engineer Colin McRae. Wow, Colin, you found yourself in the middle of some drama this season. How, How are you feeling about about being here tonight?
3: Um, I'm excited, just wanna say my, say my piece and, and get this all behind us.
1: By the way, where are you? Because I wanna be wherever it is you are.
3: I'm uh, in French Polynesia in a remote atoll in the Tuamotu Islands. Wow, lucky you, okay.
1: Uh, our next guest is also no stranger to Boatman's drama. It's Junior Stu Mads Herrera. Ready for your first reunion Mads? Um,
7: red? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little nervous, but, uh, yeah, let's get through it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you look great, and I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you. Let's say hi to Percival's other junior stew, Lucy Edmonds. Hi, Lucy. Is your back fully healed after your crazy fall?
8: It's healed, but two big scars.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right, let's go on deck and welcome our deckhands. First up, Captain Glenn's roomie. Alex Propson, uh, still reading your book on tantric, breathing, and the male orgasm, Alex?
9: I'm through three and four now, so it's on the between i
1: I'm listening. Uh, next, it's deckhand Chase Lemix. Try not to get yourself in trouble tonight, okay, Chase? Okay, I'll do my best. I'm, I'm happy to be here.
10: I miss everyone. You have a dog on your backpack? This is Charlie. This is Charlie. He's Aww. my homeboy. He's
1: ready for the tea. Very good. There's a lot that's going to be spilled. Last but certainly not least, we have this season's talented chef, Alicia Dell. Where are you, Alicia?
8: I'm in Byron Bay, Australia.
1: Lucky you, but what (laughs) time is it there?
8: Yeah, it's 3.26 in the morning.
1: (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. What the the hell? wow. Uh, despite some issues in the love department, which we're going to get into in a bit, this crew genuinely seemed to enjoy spending time together, even if sometimes they had a little too much fun. Let's take a look. Here we good.
4: <laughs>
2: Gary and I still wouldn't <laughs> eat sushi off of Gary.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it, so let me just jump in with some viewer questions. Captain Glenn Carey from California wants to know how you like sharing a room with Alex and if the water bottle left a bump.
10: Dude, what's going on?
6: Yeah, I'm still getting I'm still getting over the water bottle, but no. Alex was great to share with. He was pretty, yeah. He was pretty good. He didn't snore.
1: Well, that's good, which is most important <laughs> for the ladies. Uh, Kelly M wants to know if Chase really had the worst game of all time, or was it just with this group?
7: Uh, it's probably <laughs> just with this group. I don't know. Southern girls probably love him.
1: Lucy, can you give me your imitation of him flirting?
10: Do it. I'm
0: Chase. Let me do a tequila shot between your boobs. <laughs> it doesn't work here um, in the UK
8: like that, Chase. No,
1: no. Daisy, what was your sister's take on the group? I loved seeing her.
2: I'm just happy that someone like you tolerates. Oh my god, I missed this. Where's tequila? <laughs> she loved everyone. I mean, Bonnie's hard to not get on with.
1: Alex, dare I ask which sister is the better kisser? Oh god, um, no, that is that is Don't a lie. Don't answer I ask. that. They're both That's
9: excellent.
2: Wrong answer.
1: Colin Greg D uh, wants to know how it feels to be the MVP of the season when there was a chance there might not even have been a season.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, going through that was absolutely horrible at the time. But, uh, yeah, it makes, makes me look okay this season, I guess.
1: <laughs> Chrissy Teigen's been posting up a storm about how great this season has been. I'm curious if, wh- how you all have taken uh, celebrity fandom to the show and if any have reached out to you.
2: I've had a few celebrities reach out to me. I'm not going to name drop. Ask Give, us names, Give us names, guys. Give us names. Well, Christina Applegate reached out to me after I had seen her, you know, she had a combo with Lee, so, yeah, she's a huge fan of the show, so that was really exciting. And then, obviously, Chrissy.
1: Well, in what may be a below-deck first, the stews all got along this season, but the interior wasn't 100% smooth sailing, and Daisy found herself stewing over beef with Captain Glenn. Watch.
6: Anytime we're doing any kind of service in the tender, she'll always be an interior. We can do a lot on the boats. If all the guests are off the boat, I think we can afford to send one from each department. Can I get and some then- of the green yeah. juice that you guys made earlier?
0: Yeah. Can I get um, a double espresso, and yeah. then can you add vanilla and cinnamon to it? Yeah, sure. Daisy, Daisy.
8: Can
2: you get me a plate, please, for a scrambled egg? I'm this close to having a <laughs> meltdown. Hey, <Okay>, Daisy. <sighs>
6: What is the holdup between courses? It's a little longer than I was
2: expecting. We're massively trying our hardest with the resources we're given. It's really
3: important to talk about some of our shortcomings so that we can improve.
2: That's obviously directed to me. Daisy, you don't
3: have to get defensive about this yeah. stuff. I don't mean work harder, but
1: I definitely mean work smarter. So, Daisy, we saw you frustrated this season on multiple charters. W- what made this season more difficult for you?
2: I've learned that I'm somebody who either needs reinforcement or no comment. I have learned that I do not deal well when I'm sleep deprived and kind of getting this negative feedback. It, for me, it just wasn't productive.
1: Let me ask you this. As an executive who sometimes gives negative feedback how would you recommend your superior give you feedback in order to for you to do better at your job?
2: I think you know, starting with a positive, that's like kind of the the standard cliche. I think also, for me, the feedback just felt very minuscule
6: It felt personal,
2: yeah, it just felt very um personal. It felt very. It,
1: no, it felt irrelevant.
2: It felt irrelevant? I, yeah. so I'm like I'm like, I would love to have a stew with the guests all the time. That would be my absolute goal. But I need to give a break. I, I, if you don't want me to sleep, that's absolutely
1: fine. Captain Glenn, do you think, looking back, you set unrealistic expectations for Daisy to always be with the guest? Or is she
2: overreacting? Being defensive. <laughs> Right, I, I don't want to say
6: Daisy's defensive, but I think, I think let's. I think that was my point when I said I don't want you working harder because Daisy's amazing. She works hard. Everybody works harder. More you can see that. Um, but I think there is a way that we can make sure that somebody's there. If not every moment, but within a couple minutes. But you know, for example, fifteen minutes is not is not good. So that's the kind of thing I'd like to see uh, improvement on. But uh, it doesn't mean that I'm not happy overall. I mean, Daisy's amazing. I love working with Daisy and
1: I'd love to work with her in the future. But it seems like she can't take criticism. How is she supposed to get better at her job if you're not allowed to say what's <laughs> not working?
2: I can take criticism. I think, really? I think you know, saying
1: that to said that thing that to You just said that in order to criticize you, you have to give you a compliment first and then, like, I, rev up them to them it. Daisy, how did you not hear Gary radioing you about the gas injury?
2: Ow! Oh,
1: I am bleeding. Oh
2: I do answer the door, or the phone, and my dog is like, can oh. we get some eyes, please? i just I'm into the door. 20 years
1: old. What the hell's going on? Seems like the response time was long.
2: In that moment, I don't know, maybe I didn't have my radio on me, maybe I was ignoring it. I actually think I turned down my radio, that was it. I turned down my radio and I explained, I do turn down my radio when they're docking because there's a lot of traffic, but which I shouldn't have done. Um, but also my point of the radios don't work in the master and in the laundry are also very valid because they don't. And um, so, yeah, it was my fault. Glenn, is
1: Daisy too flip
2: about the radio?
6: No, I mean, I, I think the whole point about the radio is yeah, a exactly. good point. You know, communications are always difficult on the boat. That's fine. But I think uh, there should have been somebody in, in with the guests like every minute or so. Um, whoever heard that call, if Daisy didn't, should have gone to Daisy and said, hey, I just heard something about somebody hurting themselves. And then Daisy would have jumped on it immediately.
1: I'm curious, Daisy, Um Alana B said, "You work so hard as Chief Stew, but do you ever feel like it gets overlooked by Captain Glenn because of his relationship with Gary?
2: No, I don't think so. I think Glenn very much acknowledges and is aware of how much I do, but possibly sometimes he's not aware of what Gary doesn't do that.
1: Do you think he, what doesn't Gary do? Okay, good point. <laughs>
2: Um, Gary could probably manage better. He can probably lead better. Um, So, yeah. If this isn't about me, this is about Gary.
1: Okay, well, Glenn, when you watched the show back and you saw how stressed Daisy was in certain situations, did it make you maybe think you were wrong about any of your directives uh, in terms of sending stews out?
6: I don't know if it, it made me wrong, but I definitely felt like um, Lucy did not need to be there for the setup. Uh, Gary and, and Alex could have gone, Chase and Alex could have gone, and Lucy could have gone in with the guests. I think that was a miscommunication. So I, in a way, I think we're both right. I understand Daisy wants to take advantage of having the stews on board when she can get a lot done. I totally back that 100%. But at the other side, when the guests are on the beach, I think they can have a reasonable expectation of having full service. And that's all I'm trying to, that's the point I'm trying to make. I
2: genuinely, I definitely agree with you. I think when there's service involved, 100%.
5: Um, Gary, what do you say? Uh, I've got to agree with Glenn. I don't know, one of the few episodes I did watch, I think Lucy was on the beach and they were trying to give guests um, chicken or something like that. Now you want guys to serve food.
2: Oh, guys. Oh, guys. Okay. So men can't serve food. I'll say them. That comment is kind
5: of. No, interior. Okay. Let's go interior and exterior. But like Lynn said, if you're serving food and drinks, et cetera, um, wait, wait, yes, wait. is then it food you and drinks? An or
2: just so. drinks or just food? Because there were times when it was just a beer and I still had to send this to you. Like, I mean, is there like a rule book as to. Or can we go? Can we gauge the situation? Cause
5: How long have you been working in yards for? Days. I would love to come in and help and ins- serve, but at the end of the day, that's in your department. We help each okay, other. That's out as much as okay, that's fine. Okay, next can. time the
2: wash down, next time you need vendors, I'm totally okay
6: with sitting back. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> 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 okay, um, kids, I think we're moving no, in the wrong hilarious. direction.
1: Daisy, you were really rankled when Colin uh, sided with Glenn during that tip meeting. When you watched it back, did you feel that he went as hard at you as you did in the moment? Like, did it play back as harshly as it felt to you? Because you certainly had a big reaction and you were really upset.
2: I don't think you should kick a man while they're lying down. I think it was quite abundant to everybody that I was very emotionally affected um you know to what was happening, whether it was justified or not, you know it doesn't matter that's the way I was feeling and I just I didn't really understand what it had anything to do with him, to be honest.
1: do you think Daisy overreacted Colin?
3: I think she was taking it much too personally, and uh, my uh whether she believes it or not, my comments weren't directly aimed at her because I would just finish talking to Meds and Lucy about it while she was away. But, um, yeah, I, I think she took it too personally, yeah.
2: You know, to everybody else, it might have been just a comment from Glenn or a comment to Colin, but I was just so, it, you know, I'm not saying it was their fault in any way. They didn't make me cry. I was incredibly vulnerable at that moment. I was tired, I was exhausted. I was feeling a lot of pressure. And, um, yeah, it, it just overtook me.
1: Lucy, um, you had moments where you flat out wanted to quit and leave the boat. Are you glad you stayed?
0: No, I I never wanted to quit. I just, you're tired. And who doesn't say in their everyday job as well, I'm done with this. Like, we all have bad days and I'm just tired.
1: (laughs) Gary Rose from Connecticut uh, said, when the crew is struggling to do dessert, why do you think it's okay for you to sneak off and have a cigarette? just after Daisy asked for all crew to help with dessert. Gary's going for a cigarette.
2: Can all crew please come up to the flybridge?
1: That's a dick
5: move. Isn't that selfish? Um, yeah, I guess it was pretty selfish of me to do something like that. Um, but, I mean, if eight people can't set up desserts and they need me to be there, then fair enough. But yeah, I guess it was You're the quite face, selfish. Gary.
2: Well, no, it wasn't
5: about we needed you. They, no, but then as soon as I thing. came up onto the sun deck, all of you guys disappeared before the guests came up. So I don't know why. We because all it was just supposed be to be there.
2: one of those bullshit illusion things being like, oh, we care about you and your f*****ers. That's all you have to be there for, two minutes. And then you can go out yeah. there
1: and just f*****s cigarettes. Gary, let me ask you this. Regarding your working with the um, stews this season, or not working with the students, is there anything you would change about your behavior looking back on the season?
5: Uh, no, I think we all did a pretty good job. I think we helped each other where we could. Um, as much as I can remember of what happened in the season, yeah, I think it
2: was, I thought it was a pretty good season.
5: It was Daisy one of the better seasons is we've had. Laughing I at the you. went
2: really well. Oh, yeah, I've kind of learned to accept that it's never going to change. Um, yeah, I, I. What? I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe, uh, maybe I am too defensive. Maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I need. Uh, maybe I'm asking too much from the deck crew. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe, maybe it's me. I
5: feel like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Finally, days take accountability. <laughs> i <playing>. I know. <laughs> so, Gary, you did not watch the show back this season. And to be honest with you, I haven't watched any season back. Um, I should kind of. At the end of the day, I lived through it. Um, There's no point in re re rewatching what I lived through. Some might argue
1: that you might change for the better or grow by watching your behavior and seeing how other people view you.
2: I think we've been given this really unique opportunity in life that no one else has been given to be able to reflect and grow and watch ourselves. I don't think the majority of the world is being given that opportunity and we're given this opportunity to be the best version of ourselves and you just don't take it.
5: I'm just here for the drama, that's all. Alex
1: is nodding vigorously. What do you think, Alex? (laughs) Well, I mean, everything is perspective. That's the whole point of
9: reality is it's nine people that are trying to work together that are all experiencing and seeing things in different ways. Yeah, perspective is, I mean, that's the, the,
1: fastest and most effective way to grow. All right. Typically, Gary is the one making the most trouble during the charter season. But this year, the award goes to Parsifal 3's engine. Take a look.
3: The main is not starting.
1: Son of a
6: bitch. We're not moving. we can't start the engine, we're
3: I didn't even know what best case scenario it was.
6: We have a issue with the main engine. We're not going off the dock tomorrow. I
3: can pull the engine injectors out. Okay. And see which uh, cylinders were wet. Right. And uh, just start cleaning the sh- out of the engine. You. Yeah, baby. Oh my god. Oh, that's
6: amazing.
1: <laughs> Colin, shout out to you for being so great at repairing the boat. I mean, Got a lot of fans uh, tweeting their admiration and awe of you. It felt like you saved the day. How many times did you think to yourself that the Charter season was over because of the engine, Colin?
3: After that first one, for sure, I thought it was game over. Glenn and I were sitting there pretty much thinking it was was a done deal. Um, We couldn't get parts. The engine was full of salt water. Um, But yeah, I I can't take full credit. Like I was speaking to the previous engineers of the boat as well, and trying to troubleshoot the whole thing. Um, They obviously give a lot of useful information because they had just brought the boat to uh, Italy. So it was a struggle, but we got there in the end for sure.
1: Here's a good question. Glenn, Nina asks, uh, wants to know, if Parsifal 3 goes through routine checks before the season starts, so that you could have picked up on the potential engine failure Uh, that majorly impacted that first charter. That's a very good point. Somebody talked about that on social media. Uh, The boat had
6: recently just crossed the Atlantic, had just been in. The part that failed had just been serviced and pressure tested. Oh, wow. And to be honest, that question they're asking, if we do regular checks, uh, Colin specifically was checking the engine when we discovered, and luckily— that gave us two or three days uh, advanced notice of the problem that if we had waited and not checked it until the guests came on board,
1: we would have been three days behind. Colin, it looked like it was going to be all smooth sailing after you fixed the 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 problem, but were you freaking out when it started smoking a few charters later? Oh. Okay,
3: that's a fire alarm going off in the bridge. Can someone check it, please? Yeah, um, again, that is the shaft inside the turbine snapping, that's just a freak accident. And that took a long time to troubleshoot. All we saw was like oil dripping out of the turbo. Um, but I have to say there was, we had a, a few strokes of good luck there. Like some certain things happened and getting certain parts. And uh, the nature of some of the failures uh, enabled us to carry on, but it could have been for sure season ending, for sure.
1: Colin, why were you so annoyed when Gary barged into the engine room when there was smoke?
5: Look around everywhere. If there's other smoke. See yeah, it, it's yeah.
3: So the engine uh, engine room is my department. Uh, I'd been I'd known about this issue for days. Uh, I was monitoring it. I was right there in the control room, and uh, he just came down in a bit of a panic and pushed one of the cameramen out of the way. Move out my way. Move out my way just a little bit too frantic in my space that that's how i feel about the engine room no one knows how that engine room runs and what's going on and they're like i do no one so that's that's my space and that's i'm in complete control Fair of it. Enough. And i've worked uh, on the boat
5: for three years if there's a fire in the engine room you've got to find out what's happening sorry bro but... yeah
3: and i was watching it that's the point
5: so uh
3: we don't need anyone panicking on the boat uh i had it un- under control and and i, I voiced panicking. my concerns to him
5: Okay. Yeah, you did. So you just want to watch a fire burn on a boat, basically, is that what you're saying?
3: It wasn't a fire, Gary. I don't know why you want to argue about this. I was watching that exhaust. We're just burning off a bit of smoke and the alarm. How? Crazy sound.
5: Sorry. Yeah, very loud. Sorry. It's...
1: Someone with a drill, upstairs.
5: <laughs> Is that the
8: construction <laughs> in the
3: building, Andy?
1: I think our engine room's on fire.
3: <laughs> Gary, get in there. Panic, Gary, panic. Panic!
1: <laughs> By the way, I mean, I kind of view Parseval three as the Millennium Falcon, kind of. Who's Han Solo? Am I Chewbacca?
9: Anyway. I'm Chewbacca.
6: Yeah. I guess I have to be Gary. <laughs> we don't, I think, I think yeah, Alex is closest to Chewbacca.
0: Hey, watch what happens live listeners. This year, I really wanted to make an effort to prioritize eating more nutritious food, but it can be hard to find the time to cook at home. That's why I'm so glad I found Factor. Each week, Factor gives you over 35 different meal options to pick from, including vegetarian, keto, protein plus, and calorie smart and over 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling amazing all day long. Factor's delicious two-minute meals make it a total breeze to eat better even when you don't have time to prep, cook, and clean up. And with great add-ons like desserts and smoothies, it's a lot easier to make more nutritious choices at snack time. I love anything chocolatey and can't get enough of their chocolate banana shake. It's full of protein and super yummy. If you'd like to give Factor a try, just head over to Factormeals.com slash WWHL50 and use code WWHL50 to get 50% off. That's code WWHL50 at Factormeals.com slash WWHL50 to get 50% off.
4: Whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands, ShipStation lets you automate routine shipping tasks and easily handle returns. Manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications with ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard. Plus, you can access industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post with discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code WONDERY today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com promo code WONDERY. Well, after some
1: self-doubt and criticism from Captain Glenn early on, chef Alicia quickly proved she is small but mighty, pulling off everything from a 10-course dinner to sushi served on Gary's nude body. Let's watch her in action.
2: I'm noticing that is definitely feeling the pressure just because she's a little bit late with her service.
8: It's overcooked. That's devastating.
2: Oh, I think they're going to be finished these quite quickly, so I would start. I'm
6: f-ing behind. What is the holdup between courses? It's a little longer than I was expecting.
8: That's something I can always work on, for sure.
6: She does nice work,
11: doesn't she? That is so incredible.
8: Are they happy out there?
11: Yeah, okay. they're very happy. No oh, scalpers oh, are to die. They're so oh, good. Oh my gosh, this is hot. Oh, oh, oh my god.
1: Alicia, I mean, you may be the most even keeled yacht chef of all time or in below deck history. How are you able to handle every challenge while keeping your shit together?
8: Um, Watching the show back, I'm actually really surprised. Like I was not okay on the inside. I don't know how I seemed okay and relaxed on the outside. You know, when you're just like in emergency mode and then like somehow you're just calm. Um, I think that's kind of what happened there. She nailed it. Thanks, Glenn.
1: What was the biggest challenge for you this season?
8: To be honest, the toughest thing that happened to me was just like burning my thumb. <laughs> me.
10: let just try it, Yeah. Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
8: And then it was just like, everything was tough after that, you know, like I had to get up earlier, I didn't get to bed and I had to like, just look after my fucking and my monks at all. And
1: um, you did have some timing issues. Do you take responsibility for those, or do they lay with the stews? There's
8: a, there's a few different situations. I think I was definitely not, not quick enough on the turnover, but also getting to understand the way that it works when there's cameras in, involved. You know, it's like... It, the plates literally want to be ready and going out as one course is coming in. And I just didn't quite understand that. And it took time for me to adjust and try and, and get better at that. Um, yeah, totally take responsibility from that. The stews are amazing, <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. Chase, how much were you freaking out
1: when you were eating that cake and you found out that the guests wanted more?
10: Really good idea. All I'll say is I'm not the only person who ate the cake. You know what I mean. Uh,
1: Daisy, do you regret sharing it with the rest of the crew when the guests weren't in bed yet? Yeah, I do
2: I take that. Then I, then I'm actually, it wasn't like straight away. It had been a while, but yes, it was my fault. Uh,
8: that was so also tough. my fault. So it a bit of a joint up there, I reckon. <laughs> Colin,
1: do you regret um, telling Alicia that uh, Chef Marcos was on another level last season? Like, were you trying to give her a pep talk or freak her out?
3: Definitely trying to freak her out. Uh, Yeah, I feel really bad about that. That's never a nice thing to, uh, to hear. Yeah, I feel bad.
1: Alicia, are you still with your same boyfriend? Because I was rooting for you and Chase to get together.
8: No boyfriend, no Chase and I. Single and ready to mingle.
1: Is there hope for you and Chase or are we all giving this up?
8: I think we've given up.
10: Yeah, just really good friends. We're all better as
1: friends. You're better as friends. You two gave it a go.
8: After the show finished filming, you know, I went home and ended <laughs> things with my boyfriend and then like Chase and I just were there for each other and he supported me through a lot of hard times. You know, we kind of went back and forth. He came to Australia, you know, I've been to America a couple times. I even went to Charleston.
10: Wow. Um, okay. Look, I mean Whoa, the, the reality the reality of it is is is, is Alicia's <laughs> one of the most amazing people I've ever met, but we live on the opposite ends of the world, like uh, Australia and Charleston couldn't be farther from each other. You know, I think there's nothing but love there, but yeah, we're just friends to this day.
1: Well, due to COVID, Gary had to join the season late, and once he arrived, his deck team never seemed to click, with tensions running high throughout their time on board. Take a look.
9: What's poppin'? I did the four deck for you. Everything's clean. Everything.
10: Cleaned everything. My ass. This is definitely not the first time I'm picking up the slack for Alex. Can I speak to you about the boat this morning?
5: Yeah? Yeah, it looks like a day.
10: If it's f- cool with you, I'm just going to speak with him about it myself.
5: No, I'll have a chat to him, Alright, Tell me how great I am. Trace was not happy this morning.
10: Were you upset with the boat this morning? There is food all over the floor where they're sitting.
5: Suck it up, buttercup.
10: <laughs> it's pissing me off that Gary is making me look like a tattletaling bitch. Going forward. I'm going to try to include him as little as
9: possible. might be better if we cut out the little middleman.
1: Gary,
10: if you're watching the show,
1: um, which I know you didn't, it kind of seemed like you came onto the boat with guns blazing for Chase. Um, <laughs> Do you feel like you came at him with the same energy that you came at Alex, or what What was it about him that rubbed you the wrong way? Ah, uh, fk, I don't know. <laughs> Gary... What was it about Chase that rubbed you the wrong way?
5: Uh, Ah, I don't know. Um, Chase, I'm not gonna say you rubbed me the wrong way, but I don't ever think I've met someone with quite a strong personality like Chase. Um, To be honest, he's very full on, but very good at his job. And I I think maybe there was a bit of a personality conflict in the beginning. But um, I think while well, I remember, at least through the season, we ended up on a high. And it's not how you start with someone, it's how you end with them. And I think Chase and I ended very well. So that's what I take out of it.
10: Yeah, to, to jump in on that, some of my best friends to this day hated me when they met me. So I, I am an acquired taste. And I don't blame Gary, you know. And Gary's an acquired taste too, let me tell you. So, uh, you know, it's like he said, we ended up good. No hard feelings, buddy. By the way, what you know was there a
1: moment that you saw this season chase of yourself that made you cringe?
10: Oh yeah, all the way through. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you know the jokes that that land back in South Carolina with my guy friends maybe don't land uh, with the with the ladies no. in Europe. No, uh, I, 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 you know, they it's, shouldn't it's land with really anyone.
0: <laughs> favorite, so. I don't care about the comment. I didn't care about the comment. It was the fourth time in an Italian restaurant I had.
7: You were on a hundred yeah. that night. Like, it was. It, it, was to happen. it was a lot.
10: It wasn't just that. It was all day long and all season. I was being a little bit much. So, it was definitely a pivot moment for me. In, you, uh, were you were excited. You were very, very
4: excited.
1: You also seem quite hypnotized by large breasts. <laughs> <laughs> what are you
5: saying, Gandhi?
6: Uh, yeah, where does that come from? That's kind of weird, Chase. None, none of us other guys are like that at all.
1: Gary, Rebecca T. wants to know your response to Colin saying you needed to just man up when it came to managing Chase. Do you uh, think you have a problem with your management skills?
5: Um, fuck. Jesus, interesting question. Um, I mean, Colin <laughs> likes to stir the pot, so he'll do anything he can to try and get involved in the drama. Uh, Managing Chase, I promise, I don't think anyone's going to find that easy. No offence, Chase. Um, But like I said, we started off on a rocky start, but ended well. So it
3: obviously obviously worked out for the best. I don't know how it's stirring the pot when I'm saying something to his face when he's asking me what he thinks he should do in that situation. Uh, But yeah, I stand by that. I think he needed to man up a little bit because he was bitching to me about it instead of talking to Chase about it, which is would have solved the problem a
1: little bit earlier glenn um what's your overall take on the deck team's performance this year
3: uh well i
6: was quite impressed uh you know it wasn't perfect but it never is in this industry and overall i think you know again i think we had a great season so yeah i think that i'm proud of the deck team
1: i want to dig into alex and chase's kind of work ethics um after working with them all season gary
5: what do you think is the biggest difference in how Chase and Alex work? Um, honestly, I thought Chase gave 150% every day, every minute he was awake. Alex was just quite happy to be there um, and get along with with it, um, kind of coming off the ride. And I feel Chase had to pick up a lot of slack um, and he's just that type of person. Um, I think
9: Chase does have an incredible work ethic. I think that's something we both pride ourselves on. Um, there was a lot of work to be done on essentially a two man deck team. Um, and you know, we have very different styles. Chase is very up in your, you know, face about things. I think I learned more from Chase this, uh, season than pretty much anybody else. Um, so he's knowledgeable. He works extremely hard. And when I have clear direction and constructive criticism, I think I can match that. Um, but I didn't receive a ton of that. So a lot of the times I was left to just kind of pick up the pieces and hope this is what they were expecting and every time we had a team meeting all we would hear is yeah guys I think charter went really well uh yeah let's uh clean up the boat and you know I'll crack the (laughs) and then that's all we had so by the time you know because I felt the charters
5: went really well
9: there was nothing to change so it feels weird to come back now here a year later and be like oh yeah the work ethic was there and we needed to do better at this when all we heard the whole time was no, I didn't hey, say you aren't chase was just keep so up, much better keep up the great work uh you know let's get the trash off and you know i'll have beers open
5: yeah but at the end of the day the charters went well and andy asked me what was the difference between chase and alex chase has a work ethic like 150 and Alex is just happy to be there and that's how I found. But the charters went really well. So I couldn't I couldn't. Gary, have any why did you
1: lie to Alex regarding Chase being super, super upset about how the boat was in the morning?
5: I guess that's poor management from our point over there, It's kind of putting two deck crew members against each other and I apologize for that.
10: What I will say about Gary is Gary really does care about the success of the charter season and the guest experience. No one can argue that. He really does care, right? But I think one of his shortcomings is that he's not very collaborative. In the future, I think, you know, you just get the deck team together when we're both awake and that's when you talk about it. Like, hey, how did you feel? How do we improve? How do we go past this? Instead of doing a one-on-one telephone game, you know?
5: Right. Thanks, Chase, I appreciate that. And I will take that to consideration for future. You only learn from your mistakes. Um,
10: Yeah. I got plenty of them, brother. (laughs) Plenty of mistakes.
1: Mads, Frank J. wants to know if you ever thought that Gary's romantic entanglements affected his performance as chief officer this season.
7: Um, I think that can be said for anyone. When you get involved in a relationship, um, you're giving energy to something besides your work. That's why they say don't screw the crew.
1: (laughs) Glenn, you love working with Gary. What What do you love about him as a chief officer?
6: um i i like his attitude i like his knowledge he, i mean he knows boats he knows sailboats he knows sailing uh and you know maybe this season it didn't work out with the but i think he's a good leader i think he has a lot of qualities i think it, it probably benefit him to watch the whole season because i think he's the kind of guy that will uh learn from it and uh come back even stronger
1: well, over the years, Gary has engaged in his fair share of love triangles. But this season, he may have met his match with Mads, who drove him mad all season, especially when she cozied up to Alex. Watch.
0: I said chase to kiss
10: Madison. I know Alex and I both like Mads. The ball's in her court, you know?
5: I came late. You guys have already hooked up, so I can't go and chase a chick now.
10: I don't buy this
5: At the end of the day, they just dig (laughs) in.
7: I would have rather not made out with Gary at all, but Alex was very, very, very drunk, and uh, a girl needs her needs met.
10: (laughs) Oh,
5: hello.
7: (laughs) I'm not, like, in love with Gary. Like, it's just casual sex to me. What's up?
5: You're pathetic.
7: Can you call me pathetic for what? Why call me pathetic?
5: I have no recollection of that, and
7: Trish okay.
5: told me this morning, and I'm really sorry about that.
7: Oh my god, Gary. You
5: yeah. kissed me the first night, thank you very much. She kissed me on the first night, dog. That's why she was like, oh, I've really got to do better with my love."
7: If I was really trying to go for better, I would have made out with Alex after. Oh. <laughs> yes, Alex finally made a move.
1: Um. So Mads, Ooh. um... <laughs> People seem to think that you're foolish for falling for Gary, but it looked like you were 100% in control of the situation. What do you say to the doubters?
7: Um, Yeah, to the doubters, you don't know me. I am a very detached kind of person, and I like to stay in control of situations. And I personally felt in control of the situation, so...
1: Um, Gary, Alicia A wants to know, how can you say that you were led on by Mads when she was always clear that you two were just having fun?
5: It was strange cause she would come and come into my bed every night and try and have sex with me. So that's what was, that's what please. puzzled my mind really to be quite honest with you.
7: Oh, please, you're really gonna say that?
5: Well, that's exactly what happened. As far as I remember, okay. I went to bed a few times and I'm you decided to drive into my bed. I'm not going to argue
7: because he hasn't watched the season. And to watch the season, like that's when you take accountability. So.
5: Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I was into you, Mads, by all means. I'm not going to deny that. But, I'm not
7: saying you weren't. <laughs> Just don't say I that remember I was
5: a few, the one I remember initiating a few times I went it. to bed, Peace. and you came and climbed into my bed. you lame. <laughs> Anyway, that's
1: what I remember. Okay, sure. Okay. Gary, it is interesting that you were confused about her intentions because I mean there was a rather savage montage that uh the editors played of her being very clear saying, I'm just wanna have fun. I mean, frankly, she was she kind of felt like the female Gary in a weird way. I mean, she was like she was being very clear. No, I'm not
7: the female Gary, because I'm very direct. I said it straight from the start, like, and throughout the whole time. I am having fun. That has like, if you didn't understand that, I'm sorry. I tried.
1: Coming up in part two of the Below Deck Sailing Yacht Reunion, Gary, I have to ask you about something that was just about as cringy as anything I've seen on Below Deck. I was disgusted. Who's still hooking up with who? It's important to
7: all of us to stay really good friends.
1: Friends with benefits.
7: No, friends. <laughs> he has a, wait, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that.
1: Daisy, Gary, and Colin
5: square off. No, 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 that's not yes. what f- happened. Let me finish. We can't talk over you, days. but whenever we're having a conversation, then you're quite happy to interrupt us.
1: All the drama that went down after the season ended.
3: This is why the relationship turned toxic. You can't reason with this woman.